planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. Joining me on the program now is Greg from Killer Be Killed and the Dillinger Escape Plan. Thanks for joining us on the show tonight, man. Right on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. It's awesome to have you on the show. Now, I remember hearing rumblings online about the Killer Be Killed project last year, and it really sparked a lot of interest to see what you guys would come up with. And uh, what I've found is that what you guys have produced is something very new and exciting and different to what's out there at the moment. What, what was it that got you guys interested in jamming together to begin with? Well, we, you know, Max and I had met and uh, we, I did a guest vocal on a Soulfire record and, and uh, we started talking about Nail Bomb and kind of just the nature of collaborations in general and why uh, maybe people in metal don't do full album collaborations and, you know, we, we started talking about you know, how rad it would be to do a one-off and not have the expectation of, you know, touring everywhere under the sun for a year and a half and definitely making another record and, like, definitely, like, kind of operating as a full-time band. Like, it's kind of really freeing when you tell everyone out of the get-go that, like, hey, we're not going to do that. And then it's just, like, you can just do things when you want and everyone knows that. And, it's, you know, no one's, no one's mad at you because you didn't come to their country or you didn't put a new record out in time because they don't expect you to do another one anyway and they didn't even expect you to play a show to begin with. So it kind of just, it just took the whole attitude of, of ownership over what we're doing. You know, it, it, it kind of gave that back to us a little bit in, in a really freeing way. So uh, we, uh, that was kind of the inception of it. And then that changed a little bit once, once Troy joined, it, it went from being something where we were, you know, definitely like, oh, we're only going to do one of these and we're never going to play any shows. And now now we definitely want to do another one and we definitely do want to play shows. <laughs> so it's like, I think we ended up liking it, you know, more than we maybe thought we were going to or something. That's awesome, man. How did the other guys get involved? Did you just call above us and say, hey, do you want to have a jam? Yeah, with, well, with Dave, uh, it was pretty much like that. I mean, I know him uh, from just, we live, we both live in Los, Los Angeles and have like a lot of mutual uh friends and uh he was he had tried out for the Dillinger Escape Plan actually um a few years ago in between Gil and Billy and uh he just he just wasn't the right guy at the time but he's obviously incredibly talented or you know or else he wouldn't have even been in the running so I mean I already knew him as a person and you know through the roof so that you know that combined with you know like him living pretty much down the street from me made made him a no-brainer and then uh Troy, I've known Troy since I was maybe in like 12 or 13 years, and we've, we've probably toured with Mastodon more than any other band in the world. So when we were on tour together in like 2011 in the United States, we were kind of uh, just shooting the shit like on the side of the stage, like in between, you know, Dillinger's sound check and their sound check. And he was like, you know, how's things going with that, you know, that thing with Max? And I was like, oh, it's good. And he, yeah, who's playing bass on it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, maybe, you know, him, maybe me, maybe we'll play the bass ourselves. We really haven't even thought of that. And he was like, well, I would, you know, 
if you'd be into it, man, I think fucking it would be awesome if I played bass. <laughs> if the guy just invited himself, and uh, I never even thought to ask him because Mastodon is so fucking busy, and like they, you know, are, are uh, they were in the middle of an album cycle at the time, and we were kind of ending the Dillinger cycle, so I didn't even think to ask him, and uh, I was really flattered because he's, you know, not, he's a really good friend of mine, and he's an incredible bass player, and then. Then he was, you know, right away we pretty much were like, oh man, that means we have three really distinct singing voices, you know, that are kind of possible to utilize. Like, what if we make a conscious decision to put all three of us on every single song? And then that's when it really started to shape, you know, take uh, some sort of direction with us deciding really early on that in order for this to be special, we weren't just going to have it be like, here's a song with Troy singing, here's a song with Trey singing. We were going to make a conscious decision to have that be like our sonic fingerprint is to put all three of us on every single song so that's the awesome thing i i love about the album is you know and not a lot of bands do it you know obviously there's backing vocals and things like that but when you know you've got those voices going on and, and swapping it's it's amazing what you guys have done how did you guys um come up with arranging who would do what parts well, man, it, it seems like it would be a huge pain in the ass, and it, it actually wasn't. We, uh, w- what ended up happening is that, like, on every single song on the record, when we when it came time to sit down and listen to it and start delegating who was going to sing where, there was, you know, it was an open slate. So we, you know, we, if we were listening to the first song on the record, for example, like there'd be no vocals over it, and every single time one of us would have a really strong kind of idea already in our heads about a certain part. So Troy would be like, "Hey guys, like." Just letting you know, the verse, the first verse that comes in right when the song starts, I've already got a melody for it. I've already got lyrics in my head. I've been sitting on them for like three days, and I still think they're good. So let me uh, let me go into the vocal booth right now and just show you guys what I'm thinking, and that way, uh, you know, we can take it from there. And that, and something like that happened on every single song, whether it was him being like, "I've got a verse," or me being like, "Hey, I've got a chorus," or Max being like, "Hey, I've got." A, you know, a phrasing for, you know, this bridge or, like, I've kind of got, like, this, you know, yell chant that I want to do here. Like, once one person had an idea that they were really, really enthusiastic about, it was a lot easier for us to color in and build in around them than it it is to go from zero. So, you know, once one person's in the booth, then all of a sudden, you know, Troy's got his vocal down and we're like, holy shit, like, we didn't even think about that. Now that makes me hear this other thing that I didn't even hear. Troy, get out of there. Let me get in there for five minutes and then comes a free for all of ideas and that's why it was really exciting. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it sounds amazing how you guys do that. And uh it's Thanks, yeah, it's man. such a good album. Yeah, love it. Alright, so I first heard your vocals on the Era E P uh many years ago and I've been a fan of your oh, work wow. uh, ever since. Yes, a friend of mine said, Man, you need to check out Era because of huge Nine Inch Nails fans and everything that's that really crew, cool. you know. And uh, I heard it and I was like, oh, I love this stuff. So I've sort of followed what you've been doing since. Being that you've been in the game for so long, what advice do you have for upcoming vocalists? Really, just it would be the same advice that I would have for any artist would be to just be honest with yourself. Don't try to to, to be anything except exactly what you what you want to be. You know, that's the, the hardest thing. It's like people end up chasing something or they end up reacting to criticism or they end up, you know, losing their instincts because they either hear something good about themselves or they hear something bad about themselves or they achieve some kind of success with one thing so they feel like they need to recreate it. But really the most important thing is just to be honest, you know, with with yourself. And if you, 
you know, that that's the hardest thing to do is to remove the filter of, of self-awareness, you know, from your performing and from your writing and really just try to allow exactly what's trying to come out of you to come out of you, you know, and, and get out of your own way. And that's the, the only advice I can really, really give is just to try to stay out of your own way and, and write completely honestly and don't give a fuck about expectations or, or what you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to be doing, no. That's awesome, man. That's that's really good advice. What about actually uh, vocally, physically? Um, you know, did you do you do certain warm ups before you play or? No, I don't do anything, man. Honestly, like that's a really hard question for me because I I've just been I've been really uh, lucky as far as like I I don't, I don't know whether this is what I'm supposed to do or whether I'm you know I've just been doing it for so long that my my body kind of just is used to it but I yeah I don't I don't warm up I don't eat a certain thing I don't drink any kinds of teas or lozenges or or, or anything I pretty much I'm just I'm going to get off the phone with you I'm going to go eat a sandwich and then about an hour and a half I'm going to play a show <laughs> like, I don't do any warm ups or anything so I don't I don't really uh I don't think about it honestly man I think if you stay if you uh if you're doing something and you're supposed to be doing it it'll it'll work itself out you know that's cool, if man. If you're not That's... supposed to be doing it, your body will let you know. You know, like I'm, I'm clearly not meant to be a professional basketball player. So I think if I, if I, if I would have kept doing that, I eventually would have had to face the realization that I, maybe I'm not meant to play basketball. You know? <laughs> so I, I think I, I just got lucky in, in finding finding what I was naturally, you know, uh, good at early on. That's amazing. That's that really is. You know, it just sounds like you've just got a gift for it because a lot of people have to train themselves up and and do the warm ups and it sounds like you've just it's just bang ready to go at any time. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I've never I've never thought about it too much, honestly. Yeah. That's wow. That's amazing, man. Well, you know, you recently uh, you were here for the Soundwave Festival and uh, you've been here a bunch of times. Do you have any plans to maybe hopefully bring Killer Be Killed out in Australia for? A couple of shows. We don't, we don't have concrete plans, but we definitely have an awareness that we want to get there. We just, I just saw all those dudes uh, three days. We were all just in Los Angeles at the same time, so we uh, we were we were talking about touring and and uh, you know when we had collective time off and you know because if, if you kind of have to like look months and months and months in the future and be like, okay, mm-hmm. Troy has off for two weeks. Does Greg off for two weeks? Yes. Okay. Cross your fingers. Does Matt? Oh shit. Max doesn't have off. You know. So <laughs> like. You have to look at all these, you know, really far ahead and find these little stretches of time where we all have off. And, you know, then you're like, okay, on like a list of priorities when we do have time off, like what places do we want to go? Um, and, you know, Australia is is, is up there, man. So uh, well, we will be there. I just I just can't say when exactly, but it, we're, we'll, we'll make it happen. Awesome, man. That's, that's going to be mind-blowing. That's going to be such – it'd just be so cool to see you guys just working together like that on stage. It'd just be. We're yeah. still so excited about it, you know, that it's to, to us, like, it's, it's just as exciting for us because we haven't even done it yet. Yeah. Besides, we've only, like, yeah. played together. We've only rehearsed and, 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 uh, and recorded. So the idea of playing shows is really, really exciting for us, too. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, you seem like you're a pretty, pretty busy dude, but, you know, what, what are your plans for the rest of the year apart from Kill Be Killed? And- um, well, I'm working on another uh, album right now called The Black Queen. Um, that's going to come out like sometime in the beginning of 2015. And then uh, we're going to start writing a new Dillinger Escape Plan record probably you know, around October 
you know, of, of this year. So I'm guessing that'll come out like in the in the second half of 2015. You know, we we when we saw each other the other day, we already agreed to get together in the fall and start writing the Killer Be Killed stuff. So I'm I'm staying busy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Why not? That's living the dream. I mean, if this is what I, if this is what you know, if if this is what you're here for, you know, once you decide that like this is not just something you did when you were in your 20s for fun, you know, like this is what I am. Yeah. It's not just like it's not like I'm just it's not like I'm trying to not work a job. You know, so many people are in this because they're trying to fucking avoid working for as long as they can. You know, that's not my my uh, my my desire. I'm I have an extreme passion for writing and performing. You know, music. So I. I that's it's not it's not a chore for me. Like I I get anxious when I don't do it. So I, I feel like I don't I don't know what else to do with myself, and then I end up getting into trouble. So the best thing for me to do is just to stay creative, keep writing, keep jamming. It's the way to do yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, damn right. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we're going to go to the track Wings of Feather and Wax uh, from uh, the Killer Be Killed album. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us tonight, Greg. And really hope hey, to see thank you guys. You so much for- no, and no yeah, problem. We'll be there. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be there when we can, man. Thank you. Awesome, man. Take care. Right on, dude. Later. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 